you are listening to The Creator's Conflict, where we will be interviewing creative people about the struggles they face as creators, how they overcome their setbacks, and what they've learned so far along the way. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm back for another episode live at PPE. Live, you know, we're, we're recording. We're not actually live, but we're sitting in the middle of the Javits Center in like the downstairs food court area recording. Here we are. And I have Susan. Hi, guys. Susan Rockstra, who's one of my favorite people. Thank yeah. you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Okay, girl, let's get right into this. All right. Susan, what do you do? I'm a beauty photographer and I'm a, re- I'm a retoucher. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, um, what do you can tend to go more towards, the photography or the retouching side? Um, I probably do a photo shoot once a week, but I retouch every day. Yeah. Yeah. And you have clients that you take on for retouching and stuff too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what got you into beauty photography? Um, I had tried a number of different things. I tried a wedding. I hated it. Um, I tried portraits. I didn't really like shooting kids or people's husbands. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't like that. But then I worked with a model and I was like, ooh, this is, this is what I like. Yeah. yeah. The professional model that knows what they're doing, yeah. or knows what their face looks like, and can give, give you different like emotions. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. And I really like doing the lighting. So mm-hmm. they kind of, they know what to do with the lights. Yeah. Cool. And then how did you get into retouching from there? Was it because you were just doing your own work and decided that you liked it? or? Um, I had watched a Creative Live show with Pratik, mm-hmm. and I, I saw what he was doing, and I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool, and it's, like, it's fun, yeah. and it's time-consuming, and it's, it's, like, it's really fun to see the end result, and yeah. I just started doing it a lot, and I don't know. And it kind of took off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many clients shoots a week do you think that you work on for retouching? Um, some weeks it's like lower, it's, you know, one or two. And then some weeks I'll get, you know, five or five to 10 mm-hmm. different people contact me. Yeah. Cause I feel like you're always pretty busy with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. stays busy most of the time. Some weeks are slow, but I mean, those are like my nice carefree weeks. Yeah. Exactly. So it works out for me. Yeah. And then how often do you shoot your own stuff? I try to do it once or once every one week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to keep keep it busy. That's good. Yeah. So I'll just schedule those and be like, yeah, this is my day for shooting. Yeah. I can't do anything else. So then how did you get into photography in the first place? Because you said you used to do kind of like portraits and you kind of chested mm-hmm. that out. So what got you into that like in the very beginning? Um, when I was younger, I picked up a camera and I just loved taking everyone's photos. And I wanted to go to school for it so I did that and I went and took the classes and then after school that's when I actually started to I think learn more about actual photography yeah. whereas in school you learn more about the camera and yes do yeah. critiques um so I just I, I think it's always been inside me that I wanted to take pictures that's really cool mm-hmm. did you always do art when you were growing up or were you involved in sports like what was your uh, kind of like background um 
I don't remember doing a lot of art. Uh, I was homeschooled, so we didn't really have, like, art classes. Oh, you were? I didn't know that. I was homeschooled. So I didn't have, like, a class that I could attend. Right. But my mom had signed me up for, like, rec center calligraphy and stuff like that where it was, like, a little class. Yeah. once a week or something. That's cool. Um, uh, I played hockey as a kid, mm-hmm. like roller hockey. So I did the sports stuff more than I did the art stuff, I think. Yeah. What was being homeschooled like? <laughs> um, being alone with two brothers. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know. Did you like it or was no, it hard? No, you no. didn't like it at all? I wished I had gone to a, a school and met people and yeah. it made me really antisocial, I think. Okay. It made me really shy Yeah. when I finally did go to, I went to high school. Okay. Yeah. So you were homeschooled from, like, uh, kindergarten to grade 8? Um, I think I started being homeschooled in third grade, but oh, it was okay. young enough where, you know. Yeah, you don't really remember yeah. the previous. Yeah. Yeah. Why did your parents decide to do that? I lived in New Mexico, and the schools, I guess, didn't live up to my mom's expectations. Okay. So she wanted to make sure we learned stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, I mean, that's really interesting, because I don't know a ton of people that are homeschooled. I guess it's not really like a thing in Canada. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, like every time I meet someone that is homeschooled, it seems like they're always from the States. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then how do you uh, go about planning your shoots and can you, can you walk us through kind of like a typical day for you? Um, whether you're planning shoots or working on client work, what do you uh, kind of just walk us through like your daily stuff? Um, If I'm planning a shoot, Mm -hmm. if I have an idea or I get inspired by something, um, I'll usually reach out to a makeup artist Mm -hmm. and I'll let them know, hey, this is what I'm thinking I want to do. And then if they like it, then we'll move ahead and contact an agency and look for the proper models. So, I mean, it's more of like a back and forth kind of email thing. Um, And then after that, I'll get in touch with the models and usually they're on board. A lot of models want to get some more work in their portfolio and Mm -hmm. have some fun um and then i'll do call sheets and send everything out and schedule it all and just wait Mm -hmm. yeah see what happens yeah um and then is it you that comes up with most of your ideas for your shoots or do you kind of collaborate with your team um i think it's back and forth uh i get a lot of makeup artists who reach out to me and i'll ask them if they have any ideas if i'm like really busy and i just want you know, if I'm like want to shoot, yeah. But I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not like feeling creative right now. I mm-hmm. ask them for, you know, some kind of mood. Right. And um, they'll give me one, and I'll see what I like out of it, and kind of pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Where do you normally find your models and your makeup artists? Um, Instagram has been a huge help to find makeup artists, but now I'm just going through the agencies to find models. Yeah. Do you? And you're living in. Not in L.A. Where are you living? I'm in Orange County. Orange County. Right. Yeah, but it's close enough to L.A. that the models, some of them will come down to me. Yeah. That's cool. And then um, what? where do you get the inspiration for your photo shoots? Wait for this guy in the cart to go by, though. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go online and... Usually it's like all my friends, their Instagrams, uh, people sharing stuff on Facebook Mm -hmm. and being in groups and just seeing something, you know, like something really colorful and you're like, oh, those colors are really great and I want to do something similar to that. Or you just see something like in a store and you're like, oh, I want to use this and Mm -hmm. put it on somebody and see what it looks like. Right. What is your favorite kind of beauty shoots to do? Like, you like using a lot of colors, obviously, but... I do like using colors, but I also love doing just clean, Mm -hmm. just model 
skin um, backdrop is white, just mm-hmm. just her mm-hmm. and her personality. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love doing that. I always do it for every model. Yeah. So do you meet up with the model beforehand to like you know kind of get a vibe of how they are, or do you just bring them in and you just start shooting and just see what happens? Um, usually I'll email them back and forth a couple times, but there's no like really like chit chat yeah yeah um but when they show up sometimes they'll be a little early and then we'll just sit and talk and hang mm-hmm. out and get to know each other a bit mm-hmm. yeah that's cool but usually during the shoots we try and have a lot of fun and yeah blast music drink coffee do whatever you gotta mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. Yep. yes um so then let's get into some of these kind of like more deeper questions i guess cool where um what do you do when you're having a really stressful day or a stressful shoot? You know, things aren't working. Um, stuff's going on with your personal life. Like, how do you deal with that kind of stress when you're trying to plan your shoots and deal with your clients uh, retouching and everything? Um, if I'm having a lot of stress, um, sometimes I'll just take a break from shooting and just do the retouching mm-hmm. just because I feel like I'm, I have to, like, recenter myself and mm-hmm. I don't want to project that on onto a shoe and then have a really bad shoe and yeah. disappoint people. Um, if something happens right before a shoot where I'm stressed out and it's really causing me something, some anxiety, I'll try and just like put it behind me just to get through the shoot yeah. and just be professional. And then after the shoot, I'll just turn on Netflix and like just, just veg for a while. Yeah, just mm-hmm. sit there. <laughs> this is a question that I'm curious about because I do this and I want to know if it's normal. When you're done a shoot, your, your own personal photography, do you go right into the retouching or do you let it sit on your computer for like a week like I do and just ignore it until you feel re-inspired to come back and look through the images? Honestly, it depends on how much I loved the shoot. Right. Sometimes I'll be like, oh my gosh, these images are just like, I, can't, I cannot stop thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So I had to go look at them and right, then I'll start yeah. like doing the stars and culling them. Yeah. And um, sometimes I'll just do one right away. Yeah. But sometimes it takes me a little bit to get through like my own shoot if yeah. I have a bunch of retouching jobs. Yeah, because it would take so. precedence. Yeah. Yeah. I had to kind of put them in order. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you deal with like if you, if you get a massive influx of client requests for retouching how do you kind of like go through and prioritize like what needs to be done first is it just through deadlines or yeah I'll usually put the deadlines in order and organize everything and if everything is like kind of falling in the same deadline area mm-hmm. um, I'll just kind of work through it stay up and just go into power mode yeah yeah but sometimes cool. I don't need a lot of sleep and yeah. I can just do it <laughs> How often do you say that you would sleep on average per night? Like four or five hours? Yeah, um, some nights I'll, I'll actually get like a good solid eight hours, but there's a lot of nights where I'll just be like, oh, it's two and I got to wake up at six. Yeah. So I'll just take a nap. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I turn into like the crankiest person ever if I don't get enough sleep. It's like worse than being hangry for me. I just like can't deal. So I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely had to stay home and be alone. <laughs> yeah. Just like, don't talk to me and mm-hmm. bring Noah to school and drop him off and just like go back to work. Yeah. What is something that would stress you out prior to a shoot? Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't really get stressed when people are going to be late and yeah. stuff like that because I know like everyone has to travel safely and I just want everyone to to be there yeah um maybe just like a cancellation right and i have to like contact the rest of the team yeah. that kind of stuff stresses me out um 
But I try and like ignore my personal life when mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna be on set, mm-hmm. just to just to get through it. Yeah. What are what kind of jobs have you been doing lately for your photography? Um, mostly just working with the agency to get some portfolio images for some models. Yeah, like new models for test shoots. Yeah, like that that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you have a dream client that you would want to do a beauty shoot for? Yeah, there's a couple of like skincare brands that I just really want to work for. Yeah. Yeah. Who are they? Tell us. <laughs> um, I definitely want to do like some Sephora style shoots. Like just their their images on the walls are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I don't know. I mean, I can't think right now. That's okay. <laughs> Give me a minute. We can come back to it. All too. right. All right. So are you? fully retouching like that's your full-time job or do you have another part-time job somewhere or are you just in this retouching i i'm lucky that i've i've gained enough clients that i can retouch almost every day of the week that's and awesome. make some money mm-hmm. um so yeah that's all i'm doing that's awesome yeah that's really good i'm really happy for you thank you so then what is something you struggle with in your day-to-day life like like you said, you're you're retouching. That's like kind of like your nine to five, and then you're doing these personal shoots and building like your photography brand on top of it. Mm-hmm. So, what is something that you are struggling with to do? Probably just time management. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I am a single mom, so I do have to worry about picking up my kid from school and taking him to his extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. But I have to like fit myself in there too. Right. So most of the time, I have to put myself on hold and do everything else yeah yeah so time management is like one of my biggest Mm -hmm. things that I struggle with do you have like a calendar that you like write everything down with you like are you trying to be like super organized or yeah if I don't write it down I will forget yeah yeah that's why I sent everyone the link I was like pick a time slot to talk to me because otherwise it's gonna get too stressful yeah 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 for sure I'm I'm the same way around like yep I have to everything has to fit together has to be a puzzle and I have to like know where I'm gonna be yeah and your kid plays hockey yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, he plays six days a week that's a lot I'm I can actually take my laptop to the ice rink and I'll retouch there yeah that's awesome yeah so what's your what's your kind of like on the go setup then like you have your little like your laptop and then your little tablet or yeah yeah Yeah, just that perfect Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah I can get some dodge and burn done at the ice rink while he's playing and perfect go home and finish oh that's awesome what is your setup uh, at home like for your retouching? Do you have like a huge screen that you work off or is it just your laptop? I just have a laptop. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Someday maybe I'll have a, a bigger setup. But yeah. I like having the bigger screen at home because then I can zoom in really close and I don't, I find sometimes when I'm on my laptop, I like to have my face like three inches from the screen. Mm. <laughs> so I had to, I had to get a bigger screen so that I would stop straining my eyes so much. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of admire people that do just, not just retouching, but, you know, retouching is, like, their main source of, like, income, and that's, like, their job, because I think I personally would go a little crazy. I like retouching, but I just feel like if I'm going to have to do, like, you know, 10 photos from the same thing, by the time I get to the eighth or ninth photo, the whole shoot's going to start making me angry. Yeah, it gets a little tedious sometimes, but... um I don't know. I guess I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And after I do like the first one, I'm like, all right, I got this. Like yeah, I can do can, the like, next one. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So what do you think is something that you've kind of like learned about yourself along this, along this journey that you've been taking with your retouching and your photography? Um, probably that I have a lot of patience. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. didn't know that before. That's good. Yeah. That's a really important skill to have, especially when you're working with clients. Can you tell us 
if you can, you know, leave out names, whatever you got to do, but maybe like the worst experience you've had with working with a client. And then on the flip side, also tell us the best. Hmm, I'm going to start with, I have a lot of really great clients and a lot of people give me like really amazing feedback and it makes me feel so good inside. Um, I do always try to make my clients happy. Mm -hmm. Um, if they come back and they're just like, I totally hate it. I'll, I'll try and start over and just, just do it again. Yeah. Um, if they want me to, but that doesn't happen very often. And I think I've been lucky just to get good people who, who look at my work first and know what they're going to get. Yeah. Is there any moment where you've made, um, a mistake that you can tell us about where you've been like, oh shit, like I totally effed up and you've had to go back and fix it? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I've made a whole lot of big mistakes where it's, where I felt like I did completely start over. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Usually I just save all the, the, the layers and then I can just take stuff out if I've, you know, gone too far. Yeah. So what's your workflow like when you're doing your retouching? Like you, do you, um, you do your dodge and burn. Is there any other kind of like tips of the trade you can kind of like tell listeners? Um, most of the time it's just healing brush and then dodge and burn. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want me to do color grading, then I'll go ahead and make a couple adjustments. But I mean, for the most part, people just want me to clean up skin and yeah. well, it's you're whatever so distractions are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that your favorite thing to do skin? Do you, other, do you do, um, other types of retouching or is it mostly just beauty work for you? Um, no, I'll do headshots, um, just like a light retouch. I'll replace backgrounds. I'll mask things. I'll fix hair. I mean, liquefy sometimes, but I try not to overdo it. And I've done some head swaps. I've done, yeah. you know, just like like the usual. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So then what is your inspiration to create your shoots and we talked about kind of like where you pull inspiration from but what drives you to keep doing your own personal stuff um I like the feeling of finishing something and looking at it and then putting it out there and just people responding like Mm -hmm. that I love that feeling so for me I think that's what keeps me going is I want to keep doing that I want to keep feeling that Mm -hmm. that's really good yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> You're so cute. I can't with you right now. Oh, <laughs> what do you think has been the biggest risk that you have taken so far in your career? Moving to California. Yeah. So where are you from? You're New from Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico, yeah. And when did you move to California? Four years ago. And what was the big push to actually move out there? Um, I started doing some like beauty photo shoots in New Mexico. And then I realized mm-hmm. there's not very many models. Mm-hmm. So if I want to have different like looks in my portfolio I can't just use the same model over and over again even though they're amazing right they're amazing models and they're not going to keep doing it forever yeah yeah um so I wanted to get somewhere where I could just find more faces and work with more people and work with different makeup artists and kind of push myself and get myself out there that's really cool are you liking California I love it. Yeah. It's, it's a great place to live. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you're obviously working with like LA model, uh, modeling agencies mm-hmm. and you've obviously been really lucky to find like some really good makeup artists as well. Mm-hmm. And you said those mostly through Instagram that you found those people. Yeah. That's online. Cool. And a lot of people find me too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you have like a pretty good social media presence. Um, 
do you find that a lot of the time people are messaging you being like, oh, do you want to try this? Or are you kind of more reaching out for people? Um, I think I used to reach out to people more, but lately I've found like my, my people mm-hmm. where I found my group and I'm yeah. just kind of keep going back to them. Yeah. Um, but I've had tons of messages lately where people want to work with me. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. And, and a lot of the time I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do something. Let's get together and yeah. let's, let's create. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, why do you kind of like do the the convention so show circuit? Is it to just come and meet new people that you can work with, or is it for like the friends? Or um, sometimes I feel like I just need a break from my personal life, yeah. where I'm like so doing the same thing every day. And I, I actually started coming here one year ago, and I met everyone, and it just felt so freeing and just fantastic to be with people who are like minded, yeah, and understanding and they they get you you know like they do the same thing as you every day so they they get it yeah and I I don't think that I could have not come back I had to see everyone again yeah and it felt good to go out and like see new things and hang out with some people it's just nice it is really good um I've been saying this since since I got here (laughs) I said it was Sarah in the last interview too um coming to these is probably the most incredible experience of my entire life and I only this is my second PPE so same as you I came to this one for the first time last year before that I had just been to one in England because I happened to be in England I had like planned this whole trip not knowing that it was going to be there and then people were posting about it and I was like oh shit guess I should go um but it's just like I think that that the first convention that I went to actually I think changed my life just again meeting people like meeting people like you and Sarah and um just finding like your I hate the word tribe but literally your tribe of people mm-hmm. yeah it's a really incredible experience yeah, yeah I feel the same way where I'm just like I I almost felt like quitting a year ago where mm-hmm. I just like I'm like I'm not getting anywhere I don't feel good about anything and then you come and you meet people and they're like you're amazing and you just feel better you know mm-hmm. and you kind of see things in a different light yeah definitely I wholeheartedly agree with that it's like this is it's such a cool experience to come and to to see everyone again especially because we all live um you know Canada U.S. there's people from England here there's like yeah you have friends all over the world all over the world and you come and people just it's like it's like you haven't left Mm -hmm. you just like kind of pick up where you've left off and yeah it's a really 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 cool experience so then what do you think has been the biggest moment of your career so far any like notable moments that you can kind of talk about? I don't know if it's happened yet. Yeah. And yeah. You, well, then um, I have seen a lot of people have actually said that to me too, where they don't don't know if that big moment has happened yet. Yeah. But is there anything in your career where you've just been like, oh shit, I can't believe I got that client, or I can't believe I did this shoot? What's like kind of your proudest moment for yourself then? Um. I'm not really sure. Like, I really can't think of anything that just kind of sticks out. Um. I mean, I think personally, if I can answer for you, the fact that you are working nine to five as a retoucher is pretty incredible. Yeah, that feels really good. It feels good to have people reach out to me. But it it doesn't feel like one moment. Yes. It feels like continuously, like multiple moments where yeah. it's like oh I got another one I got another one uh-huh. so nothing really stands out but yeah that that's I don't even know like when I started just working on retouching like I, that wasn't like a transition it was more like just another day right you know? and then every day just kind of turns kinda into keeps really going. long oh shit um sorry I just got a message saying there's puppies 
There uh, are puppies up there. Oh my I God. saw them. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like totally random, but no. <laughs> I was looking at my, my phone for the questions and then this message popped out and it was like, there's puppies. Yes. Anyways. We got to go see the puppies later. Whew. Yeah. All right. What do you think is the hardest part of your job? Um, sometimes it's just getting started. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't want to do it. So then how you do you feel, motivate yourself then? Um, I, I'm, I get anxious about being disappointing to people. Right. So I just remind myself, like, you got to do it. You got to keep going. You, you have a client. Someone's depending on you. And I don't like being, like, just not, not dependable. Yeah. So I guess that, that inner voice really motivates me. Just, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Um, how do you, when you get super stressed out like that and you start getting anxious, like you said, you kind of just like take your alone time and you watch, you know, Netflix or whatever you got to do to calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel anxious a lot about that stuff? Um, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll sit down and just have some alone time probably every other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like real, it's probably like a really important part of your routine then to just mm-hmm. have that time to yourself to like center and think about what you need to do and or think about nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> just zone out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's cool. What do you wish more people knew about beauty photography and retouching? Um, that you need to more like not rely on the retouching, but more like get it right in camera, mm-hmm. you know, um, like really focus on getting the makeup right and talking to the model to get the mood right and, right. and then getting the lighting right. And then when you get into retouching, you're like, all right, I just got to remove this and this and do a little dodge and burn. Yeah. So yeah. keep it like as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. So there's less work. Mm-hmm. Um, do people sometimes send you shoots where you, they're expecting you to just fix everything? Um, I guess so. But I, I think that I, pretty much got it down where I, I kind of figure what they want mm-hmm. they want it to look clean so I clean it up mm-hmm. and then they're they're usually happy yeah how long on average do you think it takes you to retouch a photo it really depends on what kind yeah yeah um some photos I'll take 30 minutes and then some photos I'll be like six hours is that the longest like kind of like your record is six hours I think the longest I ever retouched yeah. one photo was maybe 10 to 12 hours oh my god yeah. Not in but, one sitting, though. Did Or did you just bang it out? Um, I think I took, like, a short break. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I was, like, really into it. I was like, I got to do this, and yeah. I got to finish it, and it looks good, and I was really excited. Yeah. Do you like to crank music while you're touching and sing along the top of your lungs? Because that's what I like to do. <laughs> no, I'll usually put on a show. Okay. Just because I need noise. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of show do you usually listen to when you do that? Um, usually, like, a comedy or, like, something that you don't really have to, like, focus on to get it. Right. You can just kind of hear it and get it. And yeah. Do you find yourself ever getting distracted, though, where you kind of, like, have to keep looking over to see what's going on? Or is it because it's kind of a, not a simpler show because that's not the correct term, but you can just, you know, keep your eyes on the screen and just listen? Um, sometimes I feel like I do have to, like, look away from my own screen just yeah. to like take a little break from it yeah. so that is kind of good yeah but like get up and walk around or something like that yeah. um just just so I can like come back and be like all right that's that still looks good yeah yeah <laughs> um I think that's probably a, probably a really important note to mention as well is that if you stare at your screen for too long your vision almost gets distorted mm-hmm. and then you kind of have to like get up and leave and then come back and then sometimes when you come back it looks 
totally different than what you were expecting yeah, it to Yeah, that's very true. And then yeah. you're just kind of like, ooh, ooh what have I, I done? I should have <laughs> taken a break a couple hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> do you kind of have a schedule for yourself where you're like, okay, at this hour mark, I'm going to get up and stretch? Or do you just kind of go until you feel tired? Um, well, I actually have like a whole routine oh, you throughout okay. the day because I'm on such a strict schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to get my son to school by eight. So as soon as I get home, I start working. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I get hungry, that's when I get up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's usually like pretty on time. I'm like, yeah, it's breakfast time. So I'll go get, you know, a cup of coffee, make an egg and then eat and then come back to it and then work for a couple more hours. And then I'm like, ooh, it's lunchtime. I gotta get up again. <laughs> <laughs> my tummy is rumbling. Yeah. And then I'll do that and then work for a couple hours and then I gotta go pick him up. So I got another break and then, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's on time. When you um, are doing your own personal shoots, do you find that you mostly do them on weekends just due to your time constraints, or are you kind of, like, all over the place with that? I actually prefer to do them while my son's in school. Okay. Yeah, that way he's not around, and then I can have my, like, alone privacy time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll usually schedule photo shoots between, like, 10 in the morning till 2 Mm -hmm. on weekdays. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah completely different random topic here where did you um learn your lighting from and your actual like how to shoot beauty photography um I started like watching uh, tutorials online and after that I started going to workshops Mm -hmm. and learning from different photographers and seeing what they do and kind of picking up tips and tricks yeah yeah do you kind of pick like um like a few little nuggets of information from each workshop and kind of meld it into your own style totally yeah because everyone kind of does things a little bit differently and they all have different things that they can tell you right um but i mean mostly just exploring with the light and moving things around and plus every space is kind of different so you kind of have to adapt Mm -hmm. do you typically shoot in your home yes i do Mm -hmm. and do you have kind of like a go-to lighting setup that works for you in your space Definitely, yeah. And then um, I'll start to try and get creative, like, down towards the end of the shoe and start yeah. to, to mess around with the lights a little bit more. Yeah. But so you kind of do, like, your basic beauty, like, clean setup, and then yes. you start experimenting with colors Yeah, and I always have the one and... that I start with mm-hmm. that I know is going to, like, look really good and give them some portfolio pictures. And then after that, we're, like, getting really creative and doing different things. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What's your – do you have a favorite shoot so far? Um – I've been really loving the macro stuff that yeah. I've been doing, and I want to do more macro stuff. I love macro. Yeah, there's one with the orange slice that everyone yeah. seems to love. Yeah, so that I guess amazing. that one, and then there's one with flowers on her face that everyone loves. So they're kind of different mm-hmm. shoes, but like just images that I picked that I'm like, ooh, I love yeah. that one. Cool. Um, and then again, kind of like pivoting here into a kind of a different topic. Do you have any advice for makeup artists that want to get into beauty photography? Yeah. Um, well, I well, guess not the photography, like for to do the makeup for the beauty photography. Yeah, um, skincare is really like the prep is really important for the shoot. Mm-hmm. So they always have to start with um, like moisturizing and adding serums and yeah. you know stuff that's gonna make the skin look really fresh. Mm-hmm. And then going and putting on not too much foundation. Yeah, that's always been like the one thing that I always talk to my makeup artist before we shoot. We always have a conversation about it mm-hmm. so that they know like, oh, well, up close, this doesn't look as good. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, has that been an issue that you've run into before where you get an image back and you maybe haven't noticed it like the day of the shoot, but then the skin part of it is just kind of like cakey and goopy and um I I think that used to happen to me more when I was 
less experienced. Yeah. But now that I know like what to avoid, mm-hmm. I always try and look first and evaluate what they've done and you know maybe mention hey can you like clean this area up a little bit or go in there with like a sponge or a brush and Mm -hmm. brush that away do you shoot tethered so that you can zoom in and like show them the problem areas Mm -hmm. that's good Mm -hmm. yeah every time yeah (laughs) it's like like an amazing tool that i feel some people don't utilize for some reason and it boggles my brain yeah maybe it's just like uh like people like to walk around and they don't want to but i sit Mm -hmm. like I sit pretty much in the same area, and I might move around a little bit, but I'm pretty much, like, mm-hmm. just in my little tethered area. Yeah. And then, kind of in the same kind of uh, topic of conversation, do you have any advice for models that want to do beauty shoots? Um, yeah, sure. I, I think that for models, beauty photography, it's very small movements and knowing how to just move the little muscles in your face. Mm-hmm. So mostly just practicing that and knowing, you know, which way looks good and how to face the light and use the light to mm-hmm. kind of make yourself look good yeah. and not turn away from it, you know? Yeah. 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 Kind of just follow the, follow the light. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. And then do you have any advice for photographers and retouchers that really want to get into beauty? Yeah. Um... I mean, you really just have to start trying and practicing. Retouching definitely takes a lot of practice because mm-hmm. you have to, you kind of have to make those mistakes yes. and you have to see them and you have to know how to fix them. So yeah. you got to just do it and then keep doing it. Um, for photographers, I just explore the light, you know, mm-hmm. see what you can do. Um, you don't always have to have a beauty dish and a lighting setup you can go outside and use the sun yeah. I mean you can do so many different things mm-hmm. you just have to find the light yeah definitely do you have um any like really of uh, your favorite photographers that you look up to that have given you some really good advice over the years yeah um I I haven't really gotten a lot of advice from beauty photographers but then there's been a lot of people where I'm just kind of like oh I love your work it's mm-hmm. different from mine it's not beauty but I mean they, they, I mean, you can just get any advice from anyone, and it's it's mm-hmm. great. Just about working and business, and yeah. What do you think has been the most useful bit of information that you've received from someone? Um, I think on the business side, I've had to ask a lot of questions, and just figuring out how to manage the money and mm-hmm. do the invoicing. And I had to have a conversation about that with someone mm-hmm. about how it's done just so I knew I was doing it correctly. Right. Because nobody's, like, teaching me that. No, exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't start working for a company. You went into basically um, owning your own business like, immediately. Yeah. yeah. So when you started your own business, how did you go about, like, getting the information that you needed? Was it just asking people that you knew, or did you do, like, a lot of tutorials online, or did you just kind of wing it? Um, well, when I first started doing retouching, I didn't charge Okay. Because I was like, I'm not good yet. I need to like really, really practice and just, just keep going through yeah. it. And then after a while, I started to like be like, okay, I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I yeah. need to charge. Um, but I did sit down with a friend and ask, mm-hmm. what should I do? Right. Yeah. And so they they went and they showed me a website and they showed me how to use it. And I mean. It's pretty much just sitting down and asking for help. Yeah. Do you find that there's not a lot of information available about this kind of stuff online? Like, are you? do you find that it's difficult if you have a very specific question to find the information that you need? Yeah, that's definitely something that's not really 
talked about as much mm-hmm. um like a pricing yeah definitely. because everyone has different pricing and you're just kind of like well where's where's the price point yeah yeah what should i do um so you know you kind of start lower and then you work your way up but it's i don't know i guess figuring it out so yeah. that you don't lose people yeah and then how are you finding your actual retouching clients is it just through, like, are you reaching out to them or have people been coming to you mostly? Um, I think just going to the conference helped a lot in finding clients. Yeah. Um, people are referring me a lot now. Oh, that's good. Because I've met so many people and they know me as a retoucher. Mm-hmm. So they'll just say, hey, I know somebody, you know. Um, yeah, mostly for just referrals. I don't, I've never really gone and done the email thing because I think that those don't work. Yeah. Because I get those emails too and do I'm you? like, yeah, I know. You're like, yeah, I know. I do my own things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. What do you think would be the top three things that you wish you knew when you first started getting into this kind of area of like beauty photography and retouching? Um, you can't live online. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and you have to meet people. That nothing beats like meeting someone in person and making an impression. Totally. They're not going to remember you unless you, you go and introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's like definitely like number one in order to like start a good business, like a solid business, is just to get out there. Yeah. Um, I guess figuring out your price point, figuring out what works, what works for you, what, what you need to earn in order to make it successful, and what you can charge and still like have people want to pay you for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, it takes a little while, and it's like... You had to kind of like go back and forth with what what works, but it's, I mean, it's just like a, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, do I need one more? How many was that? Two? That was two. Do one more. Um, nothing beats having like all these friends, you know? Yeah. It's really important to, to go out and just have some time to yourself. Yeah. 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 And then do you think that you would ever go into the teaching side, like teaching, retouching, or lighting, or I did a workshop earlier this year. I yeah, know, yeah. yeah. It was really fun. Um, and I actually didn't feel nervous, which was no. weird, because I actually get pretty nervous. Yeah. But I felt like I had a handle on it, because I was so prepared. Perfect. Um, and everyone said it was great. Yeah. Everyone gave me good feedback. So yeah, I think I would want to do that again. Yeah. If so I had the opportunity. Tell us more about the workshop. Like, where was it? What did you guys cover? How did you get prepared for it? And uh, yeah, just give us more information um, about that. Yeah. So I come from New Mexico, and El Paso, Texas, was like a forty-five minute drive. Um, I have friends down there, so they invited me to do a workshop at the studio, and. I, I said yes, and I was totally panicking because mm-hmm. how do you just come up with teaching a workshop? Totally. Um, so I did come up with like a two-day plan. I planned it all out. I organized it because I'm so, like I had to write things down. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up with, I came up with like a full PowerPoint. Like I've talked for like two hours straight about how I set up for my shoots, how I manage call sheets, how I contact agencies how I talk to makeup artists, just everything that I do in order to prepare for a shoot. And then we went ahead and did, uh, we had three models there. So we did three different lighting setups and everyone just went around and watched me shoot them and then they shot them themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I sat down with every student and did a portfolio review. Wow. Yeah, and then the second day I went over my whole retouching workflow. That's a lot of information to cram into two days. It was, but I think it worked really well because we kind of, we had a smaller group, it was like, 
eight people or okay. nine people. So, manageable. so it was a, it was yeah, I wanted yeah. to keep it small mm-hmm. just so I could get through everything that I wanted to do. Did you kind of like open it up to the public or did you kind of go through and like take applications to become part of it because you wanted to keep it small or Um I just sold so many tickets. Yeah. And so it was kind of first come first serve. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, what uh, what kind of stuff did you go over in like your portfolio reviews when you were talking to your students? I just wanted to ask them what they wanted to learn and their expectations so that I could make sure I worked it into my plan for the next day of a retouching. Yeah. Cool. And you want to do another one of these soon? I would, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just haven't seen the opportunity for myself like, yeah. at the time. and. Where do you think you would hold one of these workshops if you were to do another one? Probably closer to home. Yeah, so we don't have to travel? Yeah. Did you have to bring all your gear or did you rent everything once you got there? Um, he had all the stuff in oh, his nice. studio. Yeah, so I didn't have to bring anything. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So where can we find all of your work? So we're sitting here talking about it. Mm-hmm. So where can we actually go to see all your stuff? Um, I have two different Instagrams. One for my photography. It's at SueRocks underscore photography. Uh-huh. And then my retouching is at suerox.retouch. Awesome. I do have a couple more questions before we wrap up here. All right. But um, what is something you were looking forward to in the next little while? Do you have any big projects coming up that you want to plug? Or do you have any big career opportunities that you are excited about? Like, tell me, tell me something you're stoked about. Um, nothing really too big on my career, but I do have like a a creative photo shoot that I'm really excited to get into. Yeah, we're doing something really fun and (coughs) hopefully different. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about it too much, but but I'm really excited for it to come out. I'm excited to see it. Yes. Yeah, that'll be really great. And then, um, would you, I think you heard me ask Sarah this earlier too, but uh, what would you do? Would you still continue to do retouching for clients and keep building your beauty portfolio or do you think you would try something new if I was to just slide across the table to you $10 million? I definitely wouldn't not quit. I mean, I, I think it's just in in me, like as, as an artist, to be creating stuff constantly. Yeah. Um, I'd probably you know, have more friends come and do this stuff with me and spend more money just creating and be able to like really like explore different, different things I wasn't able to do before. Mm -hmm. I probably have a studio, like a bigger, definitely bigger studio with more equipment and, you know, just be able to explore more things. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't quit. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I'm happy you said that. <laughs> so far, I'm really lucky. No no one has been like, oh, yeah, I'd quit and just, like, you know, go live in an island or whatever. I think we all love it so much. I yeah. mean, it's I feel it's like great. I kind of feel like photography is so, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not hard. Like, the act itself isn't hard, but it's really hard to get to a place where you're satisfied with your work, that it's very, like, it drives you forward that way. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like anyone that really sticks to it and, like, keeps producing work and keeps working is just really passionate. So yeah. I think probably most people that are here are like that, where they just, they're never going to quit. We're all really critical of ourselves, though. Mm-hmm. We all see our mistakes where other people might not see them. And Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's how you make yourself better, too. Yeah. That's how you push yourself, is to, to keep going and try and, like, not make those mistakes again. Yeah, yeah. That's really great. I'm really excited that you sat down and did this with I'm me. I'm really excited, too. Thank yeah, you. this was super fun. It was fun. Do you have any last words? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't stop doing what you love. There you go. That's just perfect. keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. Okay, bye, guys. Bye-bye.